0: Welcome back, it's week number nine Hello Pastor Glinda Hello Misty This is I Want to Know, the Christian podcast that takes a question every week that is commonly asked by today's believers, and we attempt to answer it. All right, well, before we get into the podcast today, let's go ahead and pray. Pastor Linda, would you like to pray?
1: All right. Dear Lord, we come here together not just for Misty and myself, but for everyone out there listening, Lord, to hear your words of truth. So we ask the Holy Spirit to take control right now and speak through, Misty, and speak through myself, your words of truth. Your words are spirit and they are truth. So that's what we're asking for, Holy Spirit. From this second forth and the rest of the time of this podcast, you're in control, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, we have a good question today. Very commonly asked by believers and non-believers. Why do bad things happen to good people? Or in other words, um, if God is so powerful and so loving, how can he allow bad things to happen? Right. So we're going to... Go ahead and try to answer that today. We're going to take our inspiration from the Word of God, and hopefully by the end of this, and I'm going to agree in faith that we'll be able to provide some resolution to this very frequently asked question.
1: First of all, I'd like to say that the same same scripture the Lord gave Misty to start this with is also the same one he gave me. And there's a lot of scriptures in the Word of God. (laughs) <laughs> so we're on the
0: same wavelength already that's confirmation yeah we talked about confirmation mm-hmm. in last week go
1: ahead read it miss
0: all right the scripture that we're going to focus on today is mark ten eighteen, where jesus is speaking and he says why do you call me good no one is good except god alone no one is good except god alone Mm. So we're asking the question, why do bad things happen to good people? people? And so I did a little investigating into that word good, uh, specifically what the Greek interpretation of that was. And it means intrinsically good, uh, good in nature, good whether it be seen or not seen. Well, you know some people like that, don't you? Yeah. Of yeah. course. You know, a lot of times we can see someone's circumstances. For example, someone loses a child or some other traumatic uh, event. And we're looking at it from our perspective and saying, well, let's say they were Christians. How could God let this happen to one of his own children? The reality is... We can call no man good from the start. Uh, we have we are constantly uh, wrestling with a fleshly spirit. Right. We are supposed to be we're in this world, but we're not of it. But every day we're just bombarded. So ultimately, we don't know what goes on. Someone can have a very different appearance publicly than what they do privately. So I think right out of the gate, we have to remove that word good mm-hmm. from the question and more direct it to how or does God uh, allow bad things to happen, even to his children. Amen? Amen. I think a lot of the times people are, or my impression of people that ask this question is, they're asking it during a specifically stressful times, and inevitably, how many times has someone chose to live their life apart from God? I'd say it too. yes um they've not followed his will. they're not they could care less if they're in obedience to God. and yet when something really bad happens, they're the first ones there to say. Oh, God, if you help me, I promise I'll be good. Mm -hmm. I promise I'll be obedient. And that just doesn't work.
1: It doesn't work with God. No, it really doesn't. Like you and I were talking about, the Israelites. You know, as long as the hand of God was on them, they were blessed, they were taken care of, provided for. Uh, No evil shall come nigh them, psalms 91 says no evil shall come nigh me and no disaster will come near my tent god provided for them in supernatural ways but the minute they rejected god and turned away from him what he he had to finally turn away from them too
0: well i think what we need to understand here is appearances are very different than the heart of a person Mm mm-hmm Someone can come to church every week. We've talked about this in the past. They could be your number one, the first one to raise their hand to volunteer. They could be the first one shout and praise the Lord. But when they leave the church, it's, they're a different person. Uh, there's, they don't have any kind of relationship with God. Their life is just full of sin. And we know the wages of sin, sin is, is death. death. And so sometimes when things happen, it's simply because of what I like to call the open door policy. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. When you leave your house, let's say you're gonna go grocery shopping and you go out your front door, do you leave it open? No. no, so you close it right? But then you go I a lock step it. you go a step mm-hmm. further and you lock it. Well, you know, the Bible says on earth as it is in heaven, which means those spiritual principles existed before the earthly principles. And just as there are physical doors, there are spiritual doors. Yes. Can we agree on that? Yes. And we go around and we leave those spiritual doors wide open. And it's it, so if I leave my door open and I go to the grocery store, what does that say? To to let's say some other people that happen to pass by, it's an invitation, isn't it? Yes. It's an invitation. It says, "Come in, steal take my, what you steal want, steal my stuff." Yeah. And then if I come home and everything I own is gone, or destroyed, or destroyed, at that point, am I? Should I be asking the question? Well, why did God let this happen to me? My oh,
1: goodness, no, no.
0: So we need to ask the question: What spiritual doors are we leaving open in our life? The Bible says that we're supposed to guard our eyes and our ears. That's right. Because those are gateways; those yes. are doors there that you, you can open Misty. up. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example. I never liked horror movies. It's not my thing. Even before I was, you know, truly following God. Um, and my daughter was, (laughs) loved the things, and she just begged me and begged me one day to sit and watch a a movie with her, and I'm not going to get into it, but you can imagine what that was like, and immediately, fear started coming in, because you start seeing those images, and if you, if you say that you don't, then, you know, maybe you're a braver person than me or maybe you're not being honest with yourself but you start you know if you're ever in a situation where you might have a reason to fear or you you create that fear based on what you've allowed
1: into yeah, your the thoughts
0: that are in your memory banks yeah exactly so we need to be diligently aware of opening and closing spiritual doors we talked last week about asking God to close doors that we are not meant to go through. But we need to be sensitive to opening doors that we have no business opening. Well, the
1: Holy Spirit's constantly, constantly trying to get your attention, especially if you're headed in the wrong direction that's going to cause damage to your life or interfere with your life in any way to keep you derailed, to hinder you, derail you, and interfere with the purpose and plan he has for your life, you are constantly being watched. And, and the Holy Spirit is constantly watching you. And the minute the Holy Spirit, he sees you doing this, he immediately, you start feeling something's wrong in your spirit man. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will not pay attention to that.
0: You know, I've gotten to the point where... Like you said, sensitive. I have become sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Now, I still do things I shouldn't do, say things I shouldn't say. The difference is, is that now I know immediately...
1: Yes. <laughs> ...when
0: I've screwed up. <laughs> um, you know, just a, on a funny little... You no, know, there are times where... Even you and I have gotten into just a little bit of a disagreement. Nothing serious, but here or there. And I may say something that maybe I shouldn't say. And as soon as I hang up the phone, it's like, you know, Hey, Misty, it's the Holy Spirit calling. (laughs) He shouldn't have said that. And I have to immediately go through the process of repenting.
1: Well, same with me. I felt immediately... Lord this is wrong and we've got to get back together and make this right and you know I'm asking you Lord help me Holy Spirit show me what to do and the timing to do it in Mm -hmm. but usually you'll call me (laughs) and you'll say well mom I'm sorry I'm sorry (laughs) and I'll say yes Misty you are
0: (laughs) you see what I'm dealing with you see what I'm dealing with (laughs) (laughs) it, but uh, even if i here's the thing even (laughs) if i know i'm right Mm -hmm. it doesn't make it okay to be rude or insensitive to somebody else or to dismiss their opinion right that's it you know because that is a foothold it's better off to just let it go,
1: mm-hmm. like water water off a duck's back. But
0: if it does happen, you got to remember that's an open door. Yeah, you have to think of it like a well. Foot you've been hold. offended. You, you, it's a foothold for yeah. the enemy to come in and do serious damage. And that's the biggest that thing. relationship. That's
1: the biggest thing he's using right now is offense. Right. If he can get you offended, and get you to bow off at the mouth.
0: So I mean, t- I, you know. I ha- I'm not ashamed to be the bigger person and call <laughs> mom up and you know you know I mean I have to understand that you know, she's over ninety now. Oh, <laughs> well, look up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just
0: teasing. Yeah. I I often tease about her age. She's not quite that old. Not quite. <laughs> uh, not quite. She's a long getting, way. She's getting there. I wouldn't call it a long way. <laughs> oh, but... And if we're going to talk about opening and closing doors, we that really kind of leads us into the subject of sowing and reaping. Yes. Sowing and reaping, that is a foundational uh, law in the godly system. Just like if you drop something on the floor, gravity's going to kick in. I mean, if you, if you just hold your hand out and let go of whatever, it's going to hit the floor. That's gravity. Yeah. That's a law of this physical world. The In the spirit, the principle or the law of, uh, there is a, of sowing and reaping. And it works both ways. Basically, you reap what you sow. And if, if you sow to the flesh, you reap the flesh. You reap death, mm-hmm. and yes. ultimately. Yes. It yes. says so we ask, well, why did someone die? They were a good person. Well... And this may not be the circumstances, but if you sow sin, you reap death. death. It says it very clearly in the Bible. The wages of sin is death. And he who sows to the flesh sows to death. Right. I mean, even in Proverbs, it talks about the the wicked uh, person what the, sows and what the righteous person sows. I mean, it's either way... You're gonna you're gonna reap whatever you put in.
1: Well, if you sow to the things of the spirit, though, you reap what life, life. You reap. Well, Who wants death? Just rewards. Who the Bible says you can either have blessing or cursing. Life or death. Life or death. You choose. You choose.
0: You know we have a free will, and and we can choose to sow death into our into our. Life essentially here on Earth. Um, for example, I mean this is a very basic. If you're a smoker,
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay. If you're a heavy drinker,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you're engaging in a lot of sexual promiscuity and unprotected sex, all those things. I mean, just so much more. If you uh, you're taking drugs, if you have a, if you're eating junk. You mm-hmm. never eat anything healthy for your body. There you go. Those are open doors. Yes, they are. And they all function in you are sowing death. Yes. Into your the end, result the end result will be death. The end result will be death. And so <laughs> we can't be surprised by that. You know, that's just it's a it's a basic function, a law of the spirit.
1: And with the Christian who's doing these things, the Holy Spirit is always trying to quicken your spirit, man, when you're doing these things, to stop. Stop it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. And,
0: I mean, let's not get this sideways. God doesn't want this to happen to no, you. No, he does not. And I think that's important, too. We are most important. We tend to blame God mm-hmm. for things that are our own doing. And God gave us a free will if we choose to exercise it in a way that brings about our own demise or our own failure what can he do his hands are done you know it doesn't matter how much he may want to save us it doesn't matter how much you know he would like to just snatch us up and say no don't do that that's not how he operates he's given he wants us to follow him of our own free will will. and in exchange for following his laws we sow life Mm -hmm. we sow prosperity yes
1: amen and the lord wants all those things for us he wants us to enjoy our lives and have it more abundantly that's what he wants for his children
0: you know, the Bible says, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever we sow, we, no. must, we must also reap. reap. There are, like, I want to say almost 70 verses in the Bible on just on sowing and reaping alone. Uh, so we need to really grasp that concept. Yes. <laughs> the, another thing that we can talk about, and this is a little bit of a touchy subject, and a lot of people don't believe in them. Uh, I didn't. I'll be the first to admit early on, I didn't think that this was there was such a thing, but uh, I hadn't read enough of the Bible <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but generational curses. Mm-hmm. that's a thing. You know it's all it's clearly stated in very many places throughout the Bible that the sins of the Father are visited on the children. Mm-hmm. And that can be up to the third and fourth generation. It's talked about in the book of Exodus. Yeah, the curse is passed down. It's also talked (coughs) about in, um, I know it's in Deuteronomy. It's in some other places as well. But there's two concepts to that. The first is we tend to inherit behaviors from our parents. It tends to be passed down. So, for example, if you have an ungodly uh, father, there's a good chance you're going to have ungodly children. It's not saying that there's not redemption from that. There always is. But you notice a lot of people who are serial killers, things like that, they go back and they find out that there was horrible mistreatment in their childhood. and the ch- their parents before them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's something that's carried it's not that in this situation it's not that god is punishing you just because Mm -mm. you're in that line it's because the curse of that line is being uh, perpetuated through the generation so choosing to continue we talked about
1: going to the doctor what's the first thing the doctor will ask you what have your family history yes
0: does your father have diabetes? Does Anyone your mother have diabetes? Has cancer
1: in the family. Da da da. How about your grandparents? Da da da. You know, and there you go. Even the worldly know these things pass down.
0: Right, and remember, we all we talked about the fact that it, it's always in the spirit first. Mm-hmm. The concept, the foundation is always spiritual, and then it's earthly. But so, here's the
1: thing, Misty: we have to see ourselves the way. God sees us. Amen. He doesn't see us sick and full of diseases. He doesn't see us out here murdering people and doing this and that. That's not how he sees us. No. He sees us as his children who imitate him, and he's a loving God. We're to be loving. We're to love. What's the first commandment? Him first, and then your neighbor as yourself. Love, love, love. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about last week. There's so much hate now in this world (laughs) Now we need to step up to the plate and love even more. Right.
0: Well, and that kind of also goes back to the concept of sowing and reaping. If you need healing, pray for healing for somebody else. Yes. If you need uh, money, then pray for other people to receive blessings. Yes. If you need peace, Then pray for peace for other people.
1: You know, so many people are operating now in oppression. Oppression is rampant. I mean, and then that leads to depression. But you know, here's the answer: God. Yeah. (laughs) He, when Jesus walked this earth, that's what He did. He delivered people from sickness, diseases, but he also healed them from oppression. It's still doing it today. He's still, absolutely, he's still doing it today. When you call out to him. He says, when the righteous cry out to him, what? He delivers them out of all of their troubles, not just one or two. The word says all of them. Well,
0: the other thing is, if you're concerned about other people, you're praying for other people's well being. What is the side event of that? Getting your mind off of yourself. Right. Stop letting everything be about me, me, me. 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 Poor, poor, pitiful, broken, busted, disgusted me. me. And start praying for other people. When blessings come forward, don't be jealous. Glorify God. Yes. Because that means you've sowed. Mm-hmm. You have sown that into that person's life, you yes. will reap that. it will
1: come back to because you. Because God
0: is not a respecter of persons, mm-hmm. and he is not a liar.
1: No. He is not
0: a man that he should lie. No. His, his law says, so given it will be given unto you. Yes. Then that's what you do. You give, and it will be given unto you. But as far as generational curses go, you know, there's always an answer to that, which is repentance. Right. It doesn't matter what your father did or his father or their father, you know, two generations past.
1: You be the end of it. Yes, you be the one to get down on your face before your father, God, and you start telling him how sorry you are for what has transgressed before your life. And even if it's been in your life, you repent for it. Ask Mm -hmm. him forgiveness and mercy to change the wrong thinking you have because of it. That's passed down into your heart now. Change the wrong thinking in my mind, Lord. And therefore, repent. And watch what happens. It is broken. It does not pass on into your children.
0: You know, I just got this from the Lord. He said, you know, the the concept of generational curses is equally goes the other way. If the children can be held accountable for what passes down... You can go backwards with that by repentance. right? You can repent. Just as a father can curse a child, a child can, can go back and say, and repent for, the, for what the generations in the past have done. Now, granted, you're not going to cause anybody to go to salvation because of that, but you can take authority over that and end that curse in your, right there, in your family then. line.
1: You have that authority. Yes, and he forgives you immediately.
0: There are other examples of generational curses of the Bible which are not like a sin that gets perpetuated well, we know, and carried we pr- on. We
1: pray for the sins of this nation. You pray for the sins of your parents and your grandparents and back, what, three or four, some say six generations back even. Mm-hmm. You can pray for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there is, there is judgment mm-hmm. at some point. It's just like this country. If you don't repent. I mean, we are a country that has prided itself on the number of unborn babies that we've murdered. God is outraged by that. Yes, he is. And eventually, and it's coming to pass, you can already see it happening, this country is, is not doing so well right now. No.
1: We have broken covenant with him.
0: Yeah, we are no longer a nation in covenant with God. And it all started when they said no prayer in the schools. But, I mean, I mean, you could probably trace it back even further than that, but it seemed like when that happened, that's when it really got the ball. And, you know,
1: Mr., he showed us mercy for a mm-hmm. while. He did show us mercy, just like he did the, Is- did the Israelites. But at some point, he will finally turn his face away, mm-hmm. and he will remove his hand from you or this nation in this case. Right. And that's what's happening. We have no covering now. We have no protection. We are wide open for Satan to come in and do whatever he wants. And that's what's happening. And that's is what is happening.
0: I mean, not to derail the conversation into the end times, but anybody that has eyes that see or ears that can hear, you know, know based this. on the Word of yes. God, know what's going. Know go. what's going on. Yeah. I mean, you see, it's like a pot that's that's about to boil over and you're seeing wars and rumors of wars that are stirring up you see famine that's stirring up Um, you see pestilence that's been stirring up and will continue to all those things are prophesied
1: in the word yes
0: but you know there's still repentance
1: still is repentance there's
0: still repentance but if not for the country at least for the individual believer yeah. But just I uh, wanted to touch on this real quick. There, uh, Some may question about generational curses in the Bible, which were not about perpetuating sin like we would just spoke about, but were more handed down by God. Uh, I'll give you an example, the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel, Eli. And you can remember his. this is about an abomination that was going on with the, um, with the burnt offerings, and it was a, a great offense to God. And so there was a generational curse put on Eli, so that his, basically it said that uh, none of his descendants would grow old. Mm. Um, but you know, still I believe that had at some point one of his descendants got on their face yes. and repented, then that generational curse would have ended and don't let generational curses be an opportunity for the enemy to bring guilt into your heart well, or an I,
1: excuse to say uh well i can't help what i'm doing because so and so done it before i mean me.
0: it's like people are like you know and i could say this because i think you know we all we all have some weight to lose somebody's like well my mother was big boned and i'm big boned and i can never lose that that <laughs> That doesn't hold water. It's alive in the pits of hell. Yes, it is. And and we need to let that go.
1: You are born again. When you are, you become what? A completely
0: new creature. Exactly. We need to really latch on to that Mm -hmm. and realize that we are not what we were. Amen. All right, well, do you have anything else that you'd like to, to add, Pastor Linda? I believe we've pretty, pretty well
1: covered all of it, Misty. That's, that's been a good uh, lesson there.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, praise the Lord. We thank you for listening to our podcast today. Those of you that, are, that have listened all the way to the end, um, as I always say, you know, we would love to hear back from you. It really builds us up to know that who's listening out there, what they think. In the remarks section of this podcast, in the description, you'll find a link to the Father's House website where you can go right to the post for today's broadcast and leave us some comments. Tell us what you think. Yes. If we've forgotten anything, by all means, add it. Iron sharpens iron, as we always say. Yes. All right, well. uh, And remember, God loves you. God loves you. No matter what, God loves you. And let's not be too quick to blame God for every bad thing that happens. Sometimes God does allow things to bring us closer to him. And to make us stronger. And to make us stronger. Believe me, I'm a living testament to that. (laughs) But a lot of times it's our own doing yes it is okay so go in peace have a wonderful week god bless you i want to thank the
1: people out there in the other countries that are listening to the podcast god bless y'all that's it we're just so thrilled that that
0: people in like brussels
1: and a lot of people out in other countries are now um, Uh, Listening to the podcast. Africa.
0: Yes. uh, Australia, New Zealand. We see you. (laughs) We do. And we are so tickled that you're here. Yes. Amen. Amen.